Presentation Podcast, Season 7, Episode 189. It is time for a look back at 2023. Sandy, Nolan, and Troy summarize 2023, revisit their favorite project, technology, and purchase from last year. Let's join the three hosts of the Presentation Podcast for another fun conversation. I'm Troy Collar from TLC Creative Services based in Southern California. Welcome to the Presentation Podcast. I'm Sandy Johnson with Presentation Wiz in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I'm Nolan Hames from Nolan Hames Creative in Montclair, New Jersey. Okay, guys, we've got a conversation today, and, and I'm really excited about this one. So first of all, thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, as we start 2024, what we're going to do is we're going to look back at 2023. So Nolan and Sandy, I'm going to have you follow. So so track with me here. Here is my summary of 2023. Then I'll ask you for your summary. Then we'll go into our like little list of, uh, of notes. So 2023 for me became a year of travel, much more than I have done in years past, especially because of the pandemic. Um, not as much as I've done overall, but uh, you know, this wasn't like the 300 plus day on the road type of travel, but this was a lot of travel and it was a lot of wonderful international travel, picked up a couple of clients that were letting us, you know, handle the international projects. And it was Lori and I tag teaming. So we did just you know, a lot of fun travel this year. Marked our, our holiday card, our personal holiday card kind of evolved around. We basically just made a map showing where us and our kids were all over the country and world. So virtually all parts of presentation and PowerPoint projects, uh, you know, they, we, plus we had extensions on personal time. So I really kind of have a memory of travel from this past year. I would say it was also the year, so this is just me speaking, folks, the year that Microsoft Teams and Teams-based presentation files, so collaboration files, became a part of our standard process. Uh, That was both internally within our team. We commonly put a file now on Teams. We say, okay, everybody, you know, it's a big pharma decks. We've got just tons and tons of editing. We'll have three people in it simultaneously instead of each person doing a wave and then handing it off, you know, a wave being, you know, go through all the slides, make sure the titles are correct or the layouts are correct or the reference lines. We now work on it simultaneous. And uh, um, so I think that's kind of like a big transition for us. I mean, we did that. That's like our standard workflow. It's not like, hey, should we do this? It's this is what we're doing. And then I'd say on the PowerPoint side, not really a lot for me changed. It wasn't like a lot of huge trends, a lot of features that stand out with the exception of talk about AI, chat GPT and Copilot that will change computing and the presentation landscape. But I think that's kind of like a looking forward 2024 thing. Just, you know, there's a lot of talk about it, but not a lot of action or elements to, to work on. Overall, I, I would just say a lot of design work where presentation expertise was sought out was throughout the year. How about you? Who's next? Oh boy. That was, that's a good one to, I mean, <laughs> awesome. That's I, my I, look back. <laughs> yes. It's a great look back. You know, you talk about teams. I definitely, and I can't look away from the microphone. Um, when you talk about teams, that is, has been a part of my workflow, whether it's just how I work internally but externally with those clients um, that invite me into their 
SharePoint environment, right? So mm-hmm. we'll set up a team with them. And if they're allowed, they can work on our team or vice versa. And really right now I'm in, in the middle of the throes of a huge collaborative project with multiple contributors. I'm in charge of the design, but it it's pretty seamless. I really do enjoy it. But from a travel standpoint, you guys know that I travel a lot internationally too. I can't, we were in five or six different countries this year. It was pretty amazing, but it was 100% for fun. (laughs) No, out of our pocket. Um, Jeff and I, my husband and I have, we want to travel while we're younger and younger than say the retirees that we run into all the time. It's our philosophy to travel while you can, because you never know. Um, I did travel a few times for work and all in all, it's been an awesome year with great clients, great projects, and great friends, work friends, personal friends. You guys are both looking at you. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Uh, For me, 2023 was was a big year of disruption (laughs) Um, as my home office and home was sort of turned upside down with with all renovation and praying the internet wouldn't go out when the electricians were here um, each time. Um, but, um, occasional travel for conferences, but really, again, that the travel was, you know, since pandemic has, uh, has definitely not returned to what it was, you know, pre pandemic, like, like it has for you, Troy, but so virtual is, is the new norm and just sort of settling in and into my own little cockpit here. Um, and that, uh, that was it, but, uh, hopefully disruption is done and we'll, uh, we'll get on smoother sailing in 2024. Okay, so well, let's move on. Um, as we talk about the, the past year, I want to know what your favorite presentation project was. Mine, by the way, was my year-long presentation relationship with my sustainability in fashion textiles client. I know that's a long description, but <laughs> it, that's exactly how to describe them. Um, I It's the kind of project that I love to work on from brand development to bringing that brand to life in a PowerPoint template to presentations and a a library. A library. I think you you just coined a new word. (laughs) I did. Oh my God. (laughs) A slide library. Anyway, it's been a great ride. How about you, Nolan? I had a few good projects. I a, a recent fun one was working with my MacArthur Genius uh, Grant awardee astrophysicist client again recently on a proposal for funding to help look for new planets. Oh my um, gosh! Which is so cool. It's like, hey, that there's this really new cool. telescope and there's this new technology we invented, and <sighs> it's going to help us find. Here's exactly how you know we're gonna we're gonna find life out there. So that's that's really that's literally wow, what it was. You're on the inside track. Yeah, <laughs> but also the, the the always the fun part about that is is looking at this content and then saying and and asking the client, okay, am I understanding this correctly? Is that you know I, I redesigned this and is this what it means? And for them to say yes, you understand it is always like a wow. Okay, like, <laughs> I got it. All right, so you're cool. on par with an astrophysicist. Exactly. All mm-hmm. right. How about you, Troy? Uh, favorite project presentation project. Can I just say Maui? I mean, okay, that's a destination where the meeting was could be kind of an influential factor. Uh, but no, actually that, that project, uh, I mean the AV staging in this 300 person ballroom 
was floor to ceiling wrap around kind of in a wave format. So not harsh angles, LED walls. And it was just absolutely stunning. Hmm. Uh, the end client itself was just really cool. It was for Qualcomm Snapdragon. It was their insider event. So, 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 you know, Nolan, you had astrophysicists and going, I got it. I got to hear all this cool, like, here's where technology is going and here's our, you know, rollout for the next two years and just some of the demos and stuff. It was just, a, it was a really, really awesome event, uh, just from you know, memory recollection type of thing. It was, yeah, it's pretty. You know, it doesn't matter that you're in a dark theater or a dark room all day long. The fact that you're in Maui. Yes. That, so because one of my, I'm sure I told you this, one of my favorite jobs I ever had was five weeks in Maui directing a, a, a play, a musical years really? ago. And yeah, it was like, wasn't the greatest show I ever did, but you know, not the greatest theater, but hey, was that Maui? Maui. it was Maui. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. So if anybody right. wants to hold on, I did put a post and I you know removed all the branding from it. There is just photos on the hold on. How do you find the date? There's just November. photos of, of Troy at a at a luau. Yeah. <laughs> um, it has nothing to do with no screens. <laughs> no, November 28th is a blog post. I just said these are just amazing floor to ceiling walls. Oh, look at that. I have a typo in there. Floor oh. two, T0 instead of TO. I might have to correct that, people, <laughs> now that I'm reading it. Put free your own stuff. It always happens. And are these, and, and you said it was sort of like it wasn't, it was, they were curved. Yeah, you could, yeah, you should look at the photos on this one. Are, they are were, the are the panels flexible, or is it just just no? The, they, were, they were small enough to be able to curve them. The 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 bracketing they do make curved panels now, but the bracketing on the they're like Legos, and you mm -hmm. can make a curved wall in Legos by you know doing the the, the subtle angle. Mm -hmm. These ones, the it's just a the bracketing is like a six degree mm -hmm. connection point, and it just turns out to be a nice curve. And how, how big is each panel or are there different sizes? Um, these ones, Ooh, they go by pixel count. So what are, I mean, they're under, they're maybe a foot by a foot, okay. you know, uh, you know, in size, I'm just throwing it out there because there's different sizes panels. Another company I work with, they have larger rectangle ones. So, uh, but these were the smaller, um, ones they're, they're like, uh, 256 pixels by 256. I think, I don't know. The pixel count was crazy big on this event. Hey, Troy, I was just yeah. looking up your blog and guess what? popped up i i'm fearful <laughs> maybe <laughs> no it's um it's a feed spot you know the 20 best powerpoint blogs and websites you must follow uh-huh you're number one really yes <laughs> all right because we all offer more than more than powerpoint uh in our design skills what was your favorite non-powerpoint or non-presentation non-slideshow project um and like my, what, was, I'll, I'll, yeah, what was yours, Nolan? Give us right, a. I'll, I'll Mine was sort of a series of, of things with, uh, but that I use PowerPoint for. Um, not all done in PowerPoint. I seemingly I had an endless list of projects for the kids, everything from making flashcards to lunch notes to math bingo sheets <laughs> to homemade coloring books. It just seemed like anytime I needed something to create books. for them, I'm like, it's going to be PowerPoint. And to the point where a lot of times the girls run up and say, oh, can we make more coloring sheets? Can we, Aww. you know, can we do this? And they sit next to me and, and you know, it's like, no. We are they learning? Are they, are they learning? Is our children learning? Um, PowerPoint, yes. you mean? Oh, are they learning? Power? Uh, yes. A, 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 <laughs> well, life. Well, well, they're learning. They definitely, yeah, they know the mouse, but they definitely know their their tablets very, mm. very okay. well. Okay, okay. Um, 
and even like they Roxy's the is like hacking things like because we'll be <sighs> she knows that you can't that that when we're not on Wi-Fi at home that she can't do certain things on her tablet so like when we're out but sometimes we'll be out and there'll be a Wi-Fi network and it'll sort of like pop up and then she starts we've never told her this but she starts just typing things in to try to find the password and one of these days she's gonna get it I don't know but Wait, she, like she's reading. Or she just knows well, that that one well, that she, pops up. She kind of know she. They are starting to read, but but this is more just intuitive. They know that like she just keeps trying different things, and like it's scary. But she's oh, going to be awesome. our going to be our tech person. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, so now I feel like I should have a PowerPoint thing, um, like using because we just did. We're doing a whole series of uh, of uh, social media posts, which are all. You know, PowerPoint is the layout tool for the end client, and the and the the layouts, the master slides, and the layering of content is just awesome. It really is. We're really leveraging PowerPoint and some of the you know just the hacks. Speaking of hacks, you know, like we want to have their logo on top, so it's actually a placeholder that is custom cut to their size, so it does sit on top, and just all these really really cool things. But you know what? I'm going to go with my my um, favorite non PowerPoint. And I did go favorite non is uh, is live polling via Slido. Hmm. We have an enterprise account which we've had a lot. We've been using it since 2019. Well, actually, had it prior to that, but in 2019 we upgraded to an enterprise account, and uh, and you can do customizations when you have an enterprise account. So we kind of have a version of Slido that doesn't always look like Slido, but on the back end it is. And that's so we could put it inside of our uh, virtual meeting platforms. You know, as a sliver, we can use that, but. That's part of the international travel. Lori's been the PowerPoint expert, and I'm the polling and Q&A provider. So, you know, Slido's been a big part of my year this year. And we're actually sometimes integrating the slides, the the, the Q&A polling into the slides. And a lot of times, because I'm there, I'm just running them with my own machine, and I'm monitoring them. And we're just, you know, because we have professional video switching. So we're switching between sources to show that to the, to the clients. And so, yeah, I think my favorite non PowerPoint has actually been live polling via Slido where we've done it for our virtual meetings. Uh, you know, it's one of those just stable, mm -hmm. stable, constant, it's just one of our standard. Yeah. Staples. staples. It's a, it's mm -hmm. a standard offering there and mm -hmm. everybody likes it because it's real time, no matter if people are in the room or, or on the live stream. And, uh, and then, you know, I've gotten to do a lot of international travel because of that, because these projects need, you know, presentation and the, the, the Q and a, especially the multi-language Q and a it's, it's really helpful. Anyways, there's me, you, Nolan. <laughs> How about me? No, no, no. Sandy. Sandy. You, yeah, Sandy. Yeah. Let me. Well, okay. So I use Slido, but clearly not to the extent that you do, Troy. Oh. I, I use it on enterprise accounts um, with those clients that invite me in. Mm -hmm. um, I I don't know. I think it's okay. I'm I'm still I always think about let's try forms. You know, is that going to be good? Not nearly as robust, right? Oh, but, there are some definite downsides. Yes. Like styling, visual, uh, if things are too yes. long, there's no way to com consolidate them on the 16 by nine screen, but yet on the mobile app, you know, the scroll ability, there's a lot of downsides to it, but the upsides is I got to go to Europe like five times. A million um, times. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, okay. So plus. yeah, well, here's the deal with me. A hundred percent of my work projects are in PowerPoint. I, I mean, I do access the Adobe products, but it's just difficult for me to find non-PowerPoint projects that I deliver. Oh, I am going to be working on a logo. Well, whatever. Um, perhaps <laughs> I'm thinking, and this is new, I'm including it just because it did happen, but it's the introduction that I received from the team slide group. 
It's a mm -hmm. SharePoint slash OneDrive slide library tool. It's a search engine that allows you to very easily find slides either in a deck or individually on on SharePoint and OneDrive. So wait, Teams slide, is that like That's the Microsoft name of the Teams or is that a third no, party add-in? It's a third party add-in. Oh. Yes. And um, it well, here's what That's I familiar. love about it. It does not blow up the slide masters. It maintains Ooh. the integrity of the slide masters. Every other um, program that I've looked into messes with the, the masters and blows up the file size. So this is, this is something that I'm experimenting with. I'm going to recommend it to one of my clients. Um, I think it's really great. Shouldn't forget, however, and I haven't spent a lot of time with the bright, uh, not bright slide, Bright yeah. Carbon? Bright Carbon. They have a, a custom similar tool, tool, right? Yeah, they yeah. have an add-in as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, I've, I've, yeah. Jamie's I haven't looked about into it. that. No, no, Richard talked about it a few times, but I've never yes. actually experienced it. Nor have I. But anyway, I'm very impressed with this um, Team Slide product. Oh, okay, well, give an update on that, or maybe at some point we you should got it. I will. demo or talk to folks. Because I, whenever them, any yeah. company asks us, I just say, you know what, we're we're out. We don't have a game plan for that. Microsoft yep. doesn't have a game plan, and right. I don't have any third-party recommendations. So I, I, we are not a part of that process. Um, so maybe I, I think it'll keep PowerPoint as the most valuable presentation tool in the corporate environment if they can nail that. Great! Wow. Yep. So let's move on. Um, what is your favorite? Okay, so look back at the year and think about your favorite episode and guest from a podcast. Um, this podcast or any podcast? <laughs> oh, how about this podcast? Yeah, let's, let's, okay, yeah, let's okay. This yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, episodes 176 slash 177. Of course, we all know exactly, right? No. Mm -hmm. um, that was <laughs> Let's Hear From You, um, where we, yeah, Ooh. so we, we asked uh -huh. everybody to... Um, to send in to email and post uh, their their was it their their frustrations or their their wish lists? What I they? Think. It's a wish list. Yeah. Yeah, wish list. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just always nice to hear from our listeners. Um, I mean, of course, it was you know less work on our part. We just read through. No, um, <laughs> it was. It's always nice to to hear from people and and get that feedback. And so yes. I, I just really like that. Um, and then in terms of of guests, um, I'm you know I'm going to go with our most recent one, which was uh, Carmen Simon. Um, so that was episode 187. She's, yeah, fantastic. Uh, she's just, just a great, just wonderful, just to talk with and, and hear from. How she about does, you, Sandy? Well, Carmen does so much for our industry. I mean, the information that she gives us to empower us to be even um, stronger consultants with our clients is so valuable. But another colleague that is invaluable to our industry is Chantal Bossy. It, mm -hmm. And forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your name, I know Chantal, but not the last name. <laughs> you got it. That's the yeah. way I say yep. it, Chantal. Well, that was my favorite guest episode. Um, that was episode 168, and she we she spoke with us about her PowerPoint best practices, tips, and techniques book. An excellent book. It is. Uh, my favorite episode overall, like Nolan, but I'll add episode 174, which is the where we started our wish list, where we asked Microsoft to fix things. And I just, we accidentally reached out to the public asking for their feedback. And it was so wonderful to hear from everybody that we had to add two more 
episodes in that series of episodes talking about where Microsoft could do things a little bit better for us. <laughs> Those episodes are full of tips and tricks too. Like here's Absolutely. a limitation that we wish would be fixed, but here's how we work around it. I've, yep. I've talked to several people and said, oh, that was a great idea or, you know, this, that, yes. um, you know, I will do a shout out Chantal, her book, um, PowerPoint Best Practices, is phenomenal. We just hired, we're, we're expanding the TLC design team, the on-staff team. We have a new designer, presentation designer, or will be presentation designer, um, somebody that's a very talented designer. That is literally part of their onboarding. Here is a book. We also have Excellent. the PowerPoint templates book slated from uh, Echo and Julie. And uh, you know, among our own training, we've just added that book. I'm like, here, this is a tome of information we expect you to read through this just to get up to speed and we'll show you where design practices are because we very good designer but just you know not not knowledgeable of how powerpoint works as a design tool so there's that Excellent. okay so my favorite episode from this past year and this is not because my wife the ceo of the company listens <laughs> to this podcast. I will say it's three episodes, episode 186, 173, and 170, where I recorded conversations oh. with my wife and they mm -hmm. were phenomenal. And I really do enjoy those. Um, outside of those, I really, really liked our conversation. It was, it was the episode entitled dissecting the great PowerPoint panic of 2003. <laughs> yeah. If you remember, <laughs> mm -hmm. it was episode yep. 179 and we, we just, it was so fun for the, I mean, we didn't, we kind of had a, a game plan of the conversation flow because we're going to break down that article, but it was so fun for us just interjecting our PowerPoint experience as it related to this look back article on, you know, PowerPoint and corporate presenting. I really, really enjoyed that episode. I thought it was, it was really fun. <laughs> Yeah, we need, okay. we need more great title. That like, was the best title of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask this one and as usual, TLC creative has a fairly large budget. So, you know, that I pretty much spent it all. Uh, but you know, so for you, your answers will probably be a little more practical than mine, but what new design studio equipment or software did you purchase this, this year? I'll just oh. go last. <laughs> oh goodness. I, I, I'm at the bottom of the investment this year. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing because I got really set up the last two years. But this year I purchased my X-Tech microphone, microphone arm, um, a Bluetooth dongle for airplane travel, and a few new USB to USB-C cords, and that's about it. <laughs> it was low budget. Wow, USB to USB-C cords. I think I bought probably a yes. dozen or two. We just keep throwing them in drawers for our travel kits. But yes. yeah. I did some cleaning out of a closet and um, <laughs> of some old cords. And my God, there are things that I just... I don't even I don't even know what the, what, the, what they were for. I don't even know what some of the connections are. Did you throw them away? I, I'm sure well, Nolan has old Firewire cables being a Mac absolutely. guy. You're like, yeah. what is that? Oh yeah, that's what one thing. of them was. Um, well, I I threw I threw a couple away, but I oh. threw a whole bunch into a big box um, yes. for um, for our next tag sale, which will just be a. Oh, I see. If you if the, if anything in this box helps you, please take it for just free. Take, please, I can't give up them up, but you maybe can't. Yeah. Or can. Um, <laughs> 
So I got my uh, my souped up Mac Studio last year, not this year. So there wasn't a whole bunch of major stuff. Again, some some new lights and some new arms, and supposedly, according to UPS, my Elgato teleprompter should be arriving in Ooh. the next hour or two. But oh. uh, everybody, listen for the doorbell. Ago. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I ordered, yeah. So if the doorbell goes off, I'm just gonna get very excited. Um, yeah, but other than that, not 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 too much. And of course, my accountant's gonna look at everything and saying. It's like, Nolan, where are all your expenses this year? Oh, you know what? His, your account can just look at ours and go, wow, you guys have a lot of expenses. <laughs> Actually, you know what? TLC did really good about not spending an over amount on equipment this year. I mean, we added like, I mean, this is going to sound kind of crazy, but we did add like, you know, maybe 10 or 15 laptops, but it wasn't humongous uh, on what we have done in the past. We, we added some PTZ cameras, which are a big shout out to bzb gear and their adamo line they are awesome cameras um and and we have a few cases of av stuff around but for me let's see the purchase i want to call out so this is kind of i had to think this through so it's actually a 2022 cyber monday deal so i actually bought it in 2022 but mm. it took me until january ish maybe february to actually set it up so i'm calling it new for 2023 for me to use and and nolan or no sandy well as we are all were just speaking about it's my monitor setup that i'm sitting in front mm -hmm. of right now mm -hmm. we have these wonderfully huge 30 inch monitors side by side and then a 27 inch wow. portrait sidecar monitor so it's a three monitor wide but you know the Twice 27 inches is wide is mine. Uh, it's well i i think <laughs> I think pixel count wise, it's this, it's probably about the same as what you got, but the tall portrait one is really nice. And, mm. and I will say it it's, it's the same setup on four workstations. I installed it for me, I installed it for Lori at the home office, and then we added them to the design studio. So that's why it took a little while. I was like, I got to figure out how to, oh, there's also a really cool um, three arm single mount. So they're not just sitting on the desk. They all float. Nice. We have a, we have an arm that holds them all. And uh, so, yeah, so it, for, I mean, it, it's just change. I mean, when I go on the road, I'm like, oh my gosh, laptop and this, and I have an awesome USB, you know, USB-C monitor side part, but it's like, we come home and Lori and I both do the same thing. We turn on our computer, we plug into the dock, we're like, oh, oh. space monitors. Yes. yes. So I, I, I'm going with that as my, my purchase is just this great monitor setup. How many, uh, how many uh, personal <clears throat> microphones did you buy this year? <laughs> All right. Well, Lori, Lori's not listening. Lori's not listening. You can tell. Well, I bought two of them for her. You know oh, okay. that. You know. Yes, yeah, she did. Which what inspired my purchase. Yeah. Yeah. We actually used the. Oh, the I got that. The, yeah. Yeah. You got. Them. Yeah. Nolan, moving on. We yeah, moving on. Um, I did avoid, by the way, for TLC. We almost bought an entire um, uh, lavalier sure wireless rack system because we had a couple of me's i'm like you know the rental on these is really high and i got talked out of it my my very smart business partner on the on the production side he's like you really shouldn't be in charge of that you should just rent it or use these don't get responsible for them I'm like yeah. okay so. I, I got a, a little uh samson uh, wireless lab for uh for the personal presenting did, so, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't. I still like my uh, road shotgun at my desk. All right. How about favorite conference of the year um, of, of 2023? Sandy? Well, um, I hope you're not tired of me repeating this, but working with the students at, it wasn't a conference, it was training um, on site with students at Diablo Valley College uh, on creating great presentations. These are scholarship recipients 
and um, I partnered with a nonprofit organization to help these wonderful young adults to create great presentations. That is such a, like, it's a life skill for today. Yes, it is. And they're very. That's awesome. They want to learn. It's, it's really cool. Um, I know I should say the, for me, the, the presentation summit, cause I, cause that really fun and personal keynote I gave, but I'm going to go with creative pro, uh, which was in Arizona this year. Um, largely because it was a great venue and the timings worked out so that after every morning, Mike Parkinson and I had finished our sessions, we headed out to the pool, got drinks and stayed in the, and basically we're we're at the pool for a few hours every afternoon, just, just having a great time talking and, uh, just hanging out with a a really good friend. So, um, don't, and Ty's not listening to this. So, so so she, (laughs) I know she always thinks that I go on these and just sit at the pool and, and drink uh, daiquiris. And in that case, a lot of that was, but it was a good conference, <laughs> but, but the, the pool time was, was key. Uh, I will not lie. I love that. it. Wow. Um, you know, I feel 2003 was very minimal in terms of events and conferences I attended. I mean, like design events and conferences, not show site work projects that I go to. The most memorable for me for all for the entire year was the one day event the Microsoft PowerPoint team hosted like Microsoft PowerPoint team thank you um, they hosted the PowerPoint MVPs at the Bay Area Microsoft campus huge shout out to Echo Swinford for kind of spearheading it Kim Denny uh, at Microsoft for kind of making it all happen and just organizing this amazing fantastic day day I, and also a shout out to uh, Rick Bretschneider for organizing our offsite dinner and mingle time which was full of amazing surprises as well as time just to hang out together um, there were not daiquiris but there were other <laughs> libations so there was no pool sign it was it, it was in San Jose downtown San Jose it was awesome I should I should clarify my, my drink of choice is a pina colada it's not a doctor <laughs> just, if anybody is, oh, is taking notes to uh to buy me a drink at the next conference oh, funny. okay <laughs> i don't know how Moving to go on. over there let's go to science from there uh the mm-hmm. science we recently had carmen simon to talk about her study that showed the effectiveness of various meeting formats, you know, virtual, in-person, hybrid. That was episode 187 or the presentation summit, if you were there. Uh, Which do you prefer when connecting with clients and colleagues? Do you like Zoom, Teams, Google Meet, just a regular phone call? I'm going to say in-person is not even an option because nobody does that anymore. Mm -hmm. So on the technology side, how do you guys like to to, to connect? And and what I'll say is, is, is a like hands down, Microsoft Teams. I mean, I, I, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> we, we're, we're actually looking to move our office phone system to Microsoft Teams phone. Oh, so Teams will even be more of our work life. But we have these incredible phones that sit on desks and no one ever uses them. Like literally, they all mm-hmm. they, they forward to a personal cell phone. Like we could just have it on our cell phone because you have the Teams app or on our computer. And therefore, all phone calls could be there. The phones will still work, but we literally don't use our phones. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, we looked at our IT manager, looked at our incoming call log. No, no outgoing call log. Like how many times we use it. I mean, a team of 12, it was like 
under 50 phone calls for the whole year. <laughs> we're like, we're paying a lot of money for that. We don't need it. So you, And I've started to do this more too. So you literally click the telephone icon on your Teams and you you call that person. That is the plan. It's yes. not integrated yet. We're going to be turning on Microsoft Teams phone, which means the telephone icon is actually to go to telephone numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now well, I'm saying that we haven't implemented it. We're, we're still, we're, we're actually going to do a, you know, we're coming, we're at the beginning of the year. So we're going to be doing a test on it um, soon. Well, and that's where we're going. So well, actually Teams is my preferred connection. <laughs> what was that Microsoft uh, phone thing that we had for years? Thing. Oh, Skype, okay. Skype. That was. Oh, yeah. it. Is, that still, is that still around? I. I that's a good it question. It is still around. Some people. I mean, I, I'm not exposed to I it. I always but remember. Maybe it was with Microsoft 365. Like they would always tell you, okay, you get this and this and this, and you and get so like a hundred minutes a month in Skype. I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Great. Um, that's where Microsoft started the problems because there was Skype Personal and Skype Business. business they right. Small, uh, yeah. It's still Skype. It's the same logo. And I'm like, Teams, we're, we're right back to that. Now we well, have, anyways, yeah. Troy, you, you telling me how much you, you love Teams is like uh, somebody telling well, me how much they love ham and, ham and pineapple on pizza. Yeah. I'm like, it's I okay. Like, like, pineapple. It's your choice. <laughs> like barbecue chicken pizzas. Well, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, my plain vanilla zoom. It just, it works. And I just, every time I'm on teams, yes, literally yesterday, this was a new one. I'm signing into teams for a call with a client and it gives me the whole, Oh, you sign in for this account with that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. like, do you, do you want to join my Mike? Like, do you want to sign in with Microsoft or for Microsoft? I'm like, or do you just want to join the call? I'm like, I just want to join the call. So I click it. I start talking to the client. 30 seconds later, it all shuts down. Oh, teams. Oh. And, and I know it just felt like it was because I, I, I wasn't on the right account or whatever. It was some account. Wow. Back. And I just had it literally, it just quit the whole program. And then I just had to sign in again and do it all anyway. So that doesn't happen with Zoom. And that's where I'm most comfortable. Got it. As as disappointing as it is that Zoom has is now just a you know a tortoise in terms of updates. Um, you know, they're, they're interested in their whole, they're trying to become teams and messaging and this and that. And it's yeah. just like, just give us better, you know, features and <laughs> bandwidth. And Sandy, how about you? You're, no, you're you kind know. of in the middle here. You can deal with teams more than I can, right? Oh, I'm a teams person. No. I, I have Zoom as backup. <laughs> um, you can't go without it because there are certain clients who are uncomfortable with teams also, but for those enterprise clients that are on teams to be able to click the phone. I rarely am on the phone with them. Like, like, like a uh, telephone, right. Telephone phone, but you're like on a, a telephone phone, call. like my yeah. iPhone, right. It's yeah. click the button or have the teams meeting. So, um, I, I am on teams all day long. <laughs> I used to, well, I also use it to set up a team. For those clients mm-hmm. who need it, and, but that's mostly for file sharing um, and notes, you know, and, and keeping in touch that way. But it's just, I'm a Teams person, first okay. and foremost. Yeah. We've also Sorry, really Nolan. kind of like, um, okay. we like the OneNote integration. So in a team, you can just say notes and it opens up basically a private OneNote, which you can't open up in the app. But we've been using that more and more on a, a lot of projects for just just a note, literally a notebook, not anything long-term. It's like, here's where we're putting random stuff or, you know, little notes about the, Hey, on slide 52, I've got a problem with this, anybody else. And, you know, cause we know those are going to go away, but we've been doing them because each team can have its own 
dedicated OneNote. So that's kind of another thing. Exactly. And plus, I would say that with, you know, when with Copilot, Teams and OneNote and Outlook and all, it's beyond, you talked about workflow last time we brought up um, Copilot, Troy. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, being on Teams is going to facilitate that's the part of the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. I still haven't, I, I just, I don't, I can't grasp the, the how it's going to help. I know it's going to. I know, I'm waiting. I know. We'll have a look back and we'll talk about Copilot, I'm sure, where it, you know, because it's got so many good touch points. Uh, okay, back to, oh, right. oh, to, to wrap this up. So, so the Carmen Simon thing, you know, is, you know, the, no matter what we do, according to Carmen's research, it's 18% retention across any type of presentation. So it doesn't matter what medium we use. So all, I, I now tease our team. I'm like, hey, guys, I know we just talked about this and only 18% of it's going to be remembered, even though it was informal. I yes, use Carmen I, as my, as my, talking point now. <laughs> and, and we should say, provided your software remains open and doesn't yes. quit on you and you're able to log in, hey, it ultimately doesn't trust matter. Trust the technology, right? <laughs> I bet right. if we polled everybody on that meeting, more than 18% of them would remember that Nolan got disconnected. <laughs> on that meeting? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. What, what would you say the design or presentation story or development of the year was? Ooh. Okay. I'm, I'm going to put the ball on the, on the tee ball. Uh, yeah. well, T-ball stands to, right now. Go ahead, Sandy. Exactly. Well, it's AI, of course. But yeah. so I'm going to, you know, we can talk about that. But I'm really excited about the 365 collaboration with um, Meta Oculus VR sets. Really? Do you, yes. do you have one? Do you have one? Um, I, I did. I bought the two when it came out. Mm -hmm. um, I've since donated it to my son and I look, <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm going to have to buy it again. Uh, I learned some things about it. You can't be sitting in your chair and running in VR. You get seasick. You have to be standing and moving and all that stuff. When okay. So my big thing was getting seasick, but that aside, <laughs> um, I don't, I think AR, um, Augmented reality mm -hmm. versus VR is really going to be the future, but there are so many things that we can learn and do with this new integration. So I've wanted it for years. I want to at least play with it. Um, I think it's a step in the direction, just like AI isn't where it's going to be in five years. This the VR with the Microsoft 365 tools is going to evolve. And I just want to be in on the front of, front end of that. All right. Well, I think um, I think AI hands down. That yeah. was again. We were it was sort of a layup there, but um, <laughs> I think that clearly was the both present, both design and presentation. You know, and everything. Yep. You know, time cover story of the year. Mm -hmm. Troy, I will follow suit. AI is a story or language, large language model mm -hmm. integrations, um, but. For 2023, specifically, I think it was Adobe's AI integration through Photoshop's generative fill. That is hands mm -hmm. down where it took, like I could see it and I used it continuously and it became really quickly a, uh, a part of our workflow. And, and you know what? I got to clarify, it's a little bit different than like Dolly and Mid Journey where you create full images from nothing but a prompt. Adobe's can do that. Adobe's generative, Adobe Photoshop's generative fill, but it's allowing you to modify your own artwork. Um, you know, it's allowing you to uh, to mold 
content you already have. And I think that's where, that's where I'm looking for like co-pilot and all these things for presentation work is don't create something for me from scratch. I mean, that's a great tool. I have this. How are you going to help me, AI, make it better? And I don't see that workflow or the fruition of that just yet. Um, it, it's coming, and, and I can see areas. But generative fill is where it's at. So I think, I think AI and Adobe's generative fill and its ability to help you with existing content is probably the best development of the year. You know what? I want to um, think... Thinking about AI and chat GPT, I -hmm. think if we go back and listen to our episode 191, that was about chat GPT. We haven't talked about 191. This is 189. Oh, 181? Oh, Oh, maybe it's 181. Or when when did we talk about chat GPT? Uh, Maybe it was last year. Wait, when did we? We we talked well. We talked about um, we talked with Kim Denny about it about Copilot. That no, was that was like, Copilot. Remember when we yeah, did we the did. we did an introduction? Uh, one seventy eight was. One, oh film. my gosh, I'm not even. Well, close. That's, that's middle of the year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, well, Jen, anyway. Oh, oh. But what's is that the one where we had the Chat GPT create the intro? Is that what you're thinking of? That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, that wasn't that was different. That was was that 172? I don't know. Uh, How can you can even AI throw- create better presentations? Like, oh, maybe that's yeah, what it was. Yes, that was, yeah, that was back in uh, April. Okay, yeah. well, numbers aside, <laughs> the Pope with his puffy jacket. Yes, right. right. <laughs> I think it's really funny because if we listen to this in a year or two or three, we're going to. Our discussion is going to be on par with the 1994 Good Morning America segment. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is the internet anyway? I mean, seriously, oh. I listened to that the other day and I'm thinking, I bet that's what we're going to sound like. Um, I certainly hope in a couple of years, we're, we're, this is just going to be on autopilot. We hit a button and, <laughs> yeah. it, and it generates the whole thing for us. And yeah. We don't have to do anything. <laughs> but the questions, no. do you write it like mail? You know, this is from the... today. Um, Oh, today's show. Maybe it wasn't Good Morning America, but whatever. What what does dot com mean? <laughs> right, right. You know, <laughs> it's just funny stuff. Nineteen ninety four. Wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty human. Nineteen ninety four. I'm trying to think where we were in ninety four. Before I, I was a sophomore. I mean, oh I remember gosh. my first company, and I was at the front desk, and this guy comes in with his portfolio, and he tried to explain the internet and how we should be listed on it, and I was like, "We have a yellow page ad. We're good." I mean, I literally have this. I that was literally my answer. I just sent the guy away. I'm like, yeah, whatever it is, don't worry about it. <laughs> Nolan, favorite uh, favorite software improvement or addition of the year? Uh, yeah. So uh, okay. So software improvement um, of the year. I'm gonna go with. Um, you already mentioned it, but the Photoshop beta with generative fill um, is just incredible. And I, you know, I'm not in Photoshop nearly as much as I used to be, but I was in it last night. Um, just an example. Uh, Ty, uh, my wife is is working on these. She does marketing for this hotel chain, and they were trying to send out this photo of the the decoration, this Christmas decorations for a bar. It was supposed to go out like weeks ago, and they couldn't get the photo right, and they kept like redecorating. And last night, and I'm not saying I solved it all, but I said, "Would you like me?" Because she's like, "Oh, I wish they had done this," and we're trying to get them to rephotograph. I said, uh, "Would you like me to Photoshop this?" And she said, "Well." okay, but can you close the door? Can you do this? Can you remove that from there? Can you do that? And I'm like, probably. And literally in like five minutes, boom, 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 boom. Like it was just incredible. And, you know, I am, again, I am not like Mr. Photoshop (laughs) at all, but 
those tools are pretty amazing. So I, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna vote for that. And also, um, even though I don't really use it, but Canva's AI additions, I think, uh, were, mm. were pretty remarkable and they're really kind of leading the way, uh, with regard to, it's funny to say this with regard to presentation <laughs> software and, and sort of AI, um, they're, they're moving fast. Um, PowerPoint really, I did not have much this year. I mean, can, can you think of anything significant? You know, some cameo things here and there. Oh, and yeah. Like some, and even then, not, they're not they're not 2023 new. I mean, cameo existed. I presented yeah. using cameo it's, in mm-hmm. 20. Still doesn't work with pro camera. Early 2020. Yeah. Like just, um, anyway, I don't know. I, I can't think of anything significant. I mean, it's yeah. Bright, uh, Brightside I, had a had some cool stuff. Well, a lot of a lot of third party stuff, stuff yeah. mm-hmm. added in, but yeah, yeah. PowerPoint's been very focused on preparing for the Copilot integrations, so yes. a lot of behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's just now I'm starting <laughs> to like, oh, that's what that could do. Um, I, you know what, Nolan? I'm gonna say best software improvement. <laughs> I already said it's Photoshop generative mm-hmm. fill, hands mm-hmm. down, the best thing of of in design of the year just the ability and and i'll follow that up closely with adobe's um uh fire firefly firefly uh their whole ai integrations for other apps they have an online tool but then it's integration that just went live a couple of months ago i think for um adobe illustrator and how you can now uh modify and create illustrations from text prompt and boy that almost leads me down to some of the other tools where you can take vector other images and they'll create vector artwork for you that you can you know bring into illustrator and continue i'll just go with generative film hands down <laughs> best go. design element of Good. the year so not we're not doing a dedicated pro and tep tech tips this episode i mean because we're talking about so many things um that kind of relate to that and i will be adding in show notes uh, a bunch of these links as a matter of fact i gotta go find this trying to find sandy the one for the today show so i could oh, listen mm-hmm. to that because i don't know if i recollect that so i'm very excited so we'll, we'll have a bunch of show note links yes. in there so looking back over the 23 pro and te- actually that's not right there would be 24 episodes in a year because it's two right. months so over the 24 pro and tech tips you offered throughout 2023 what is one that's so good it deserves a repeat call out i've thought this through <laughs> mine is you know i was looking back through all the show notes and i'm gonna go i, I went all the way back to the first pro and tech tip of the year because i realized i still utilize it uh, as a matter of fact i just utilized it like weeks ago in January of 2023, I recommended these, what are called laptop invisible stander feet. They're, they're, you know, 3M super sticky little feet. So they give a little mm-hmm. teeny riser, but then they flip up and they, you know, elevate your laptop more. We use them all the point. Now the, the backstory on that is we have all these show computers or, you know, windows computers we send to show sites. And a lot of times hotels have these velour, soft, fuzzy table, um, <laughs> covers. Well, you put a laptop on it and you let it run for three days, you burn up the NVIDIA graphics card because it overheats. So we have a we have a stack of uh, laptops that run on the Intel integrated graphics card because we literally fried the NVIDIA graphics um, chip within it. So these risers give a little more airflow. We have other options as well, but I so recommend them. And the reason is, is not that they're like on at least 40 of our laptops, but they're on um, ATEM mini video switches because it sets them up at a little bit of an angle so you can get to the buttons easier. And we just added this really cool, I will pro and tech tip this another time when I'm 
I could say I've used it more than a five or six times. This uh, audio recorder, it captures uh, the HDMI signal and audio. So when we're at a meeting, I get an, I get an audio narrated slide video. So I've got the slides and the audio from the, <clears throat> from the soundboard it creates awesome things, but it was kind of flat. I was like, I want to see it has a little three inch preview monitor. So I put two of those feet on the bottom to angle it up and I can see the preview. They're really cool. I'll put a link in there. They're like $15. No, these ones, the plastic ones that we use are like $8 and the metal ones that look like they're on a Mac knoll and they're, they're perfect for MacBook, MacBooks. They're like $15. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's mine. You, either one of you. Sandy? Well, mine mine's simple. I, I guess I'm going to make it a test. Did you guys <laughs> try my convert table image to a table? I think I did when you using the word thing, you, yes, yes. I mean, I have used it so many times since then. Um, every time I have a cleanup or somebody sends me data, they paste a word. Uh, I'm sorry, paste a table. So, so go through the, go through the steps. So start with an image in PowerPoint. Someone sends it to you, take that image, paste it in word, save your word doc as a PDF, close it. Open the PDF in Word, copy it to Excel, and then copy it to PowerPoint. And you have an editable table at that point. Yep. Editable table. It works. It's editable in Excel when you get to that point. But yes, it's it, copy it to PowerPoint and you end up with a table. Now, maybe sometimes it gets, there's some messiness, mm-hmm. but not, it, I mean, it's, it certainly saves you a re retype um no that's that's a phenomenal phenomenal hack um hack or technique i don't know yeah uh, well Mm -hmm. i think it's yeah because it's not a hack how do you get an image i'd say that's a technique Mm -hmm. um (laughs) it reminds me of uh there's a there's a guy on uh online does all these um well i guess i guess his his uh his theme is uh is this a hack um, and he just looks at all these, you know, videos that people put out of tools like construction hacks, and he just keeps, he, you know, he'll look at it. He's like, hmm, "That's a good hack," or "Yeah, no, that's not a hack. That's just how the tool works." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's how a hammer works, right? Exactly. Right, basically. He's like, "Yeah, no, that's that's just how you do it." Um, all right, so I'm gonna. I looked through all of mine, and I gotta say, one of my favorites was the World Cup ad oh, yeah. for the uh, soccer team for the French soccer team. And I'm going to leave it there. We'll put the we'll put the link in. If you have not seen it yet, just Google World Cup French, you know, uh, team. They're called the Blues, um, and you'll you'll find it. It is just one of the most phenomenal ads I've ever seen. The most phenomenal sports ads and the most phenomenal use of uh, CGI. Um, and I'm just going to leave it there because there, if you haven't seen it, there's a huge, huge surprise uh, at the end. So, but I but you've got to watch it. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Are we good? I think we're good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think we're good. Well, okay. So let's let's wind down a little bit here. Um, let's think about how about shout outs. Do you have anybody that you would like to thank you? For the you year. Would, yeah, thanks for yeah. the year. Um I, I'm gonna give a big shout out to my electrician Ricardo. <laughs> Um, his whole team spent a whole afternoon somehow snaking a new Cat 6 Ethernet line up from my basement through the walls of my 1920 house to my third floor office without swearing once or giving up. Um, I don't know how they did it, but um, it was, it was, it was pretty phenomenal. Uh, How about you, Troy? Wow. There is a direction I would have never envisioned. (laughs) Uh, Awesome. 
1920s house. Mine was built in the 2020, uh, the, yeah, the 20, no, the two, 2003. So your house is like literally a hundred years older than mine. Mine is 2017. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to, uh, my, my shout out is to Lori, the TLC Aww. creative staff. And also a special shout out to three of our staff, Nick, Antonia, and Skylar, each recently celebrated their first anniversary with TLC Creative. So, I mean, I'm just, we've just got an awesome team. Um, Nick is our lead web developer, web and app developer for our VXP brand. Antonia is our all-encompassing um, organizer of TLC Creative Projects. Uh, she's the TLC Creative Project Coordinator, meaning she she basically looks at everything. Um, and the, the real call out is they're both based in Eastern Europe. So they have figured out how to work with us com on completely different time zones. So that's been huge. Skylar's basically our tech genius behind a lot of our uh, live stream setup and show site robotic cameras and just also in the studio keeping things organized. But I'm going to shout out to my, to the TLC creative team. If you got our Christmas card, you've seen photos of all of them. And that team is already expanded because we've done two hires already for the, for the start of 2024. So I don't have an electrician to thank though. I really need one. <laughs> yes. So do we. <laughs> well, I would like to thank Chloe Meisner. Um, both of you have met Chloe and Jackie Larson for all they do to make my business a success. Uh, Chloe works with me in an account manager role and is responsible for everything but presentation design when it comes to working with clients. Uh, Jackie has been on board with me for more than 10 years and supplements my random social media efforts with regular posts. So great, great women to have on my team. And I love working with you both. And I think Sandy and I would like to give a huge thank you that we can never make big enough to Troy yes. uh, for captaining this podcast ship all these years and executive producing, technical producing, line producing, content producing, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Yeah. And so much more. And uh, a, a microphone expert, uh, of course, <laughs> um, and so much more. And also a big thank you to Lori for always being able to jump in um, when when schedules get, get crazy um, for all Hi, of us. Yes. Hi, Lori. Thank you for everything. <laughs> Thanks, Troy. Good thing we're not showing the video of this. I am blushing, guys. <laughs> And you're wearing your holiday t-shirt. Okay, folks, time to wrap up this episode. So thank you to my amazing co-hosts, Sandy and Nolan. Uh, and, you know, for just letting us get together and have fun a couple of times each month, catching up and doing these podcasts. Thank you for all that join us for these conversations. This episode officially starts season nine. That's Oof. right. Wow. We are now nine years into our six-month experiment of if this would be a good idea. Uh, 2023, it's been a very full year of presentation stuff, you know, all on the uh, all good. And, and there's a lot happening within the design community. I personally am very excited about 2024. I, I am too, and I, I want to say that. Uh, do you know how many seasons uh, Seinfeld was on? Twenty-eight Nine seasons as well. Ooh. No way. So yes. Yeah, so. Anyway, we'll, he had weekly. We'll be, we'll well, he had we'll weekly, he had weekly yes. episode, daily episodes. Yeah. It seems.
Troy from TLC Creative Services, professional presentation design studio. Checks out tlccreative.com. VXPmeeting.com is our virtual meeting platform for online meetings and attendee registration. And my blog is the PowerPoint blog with PowerPoint presentation related tips, tricks, examples, sometimes a funny picture or two. This is Nolan from Nolan Hames Creative. You can check out nolanhamescreative.com to learn more about our presentation and data visualization training. You can also get some free downloads on the goodies page. Uh, and if you want to design slides without bullet points, you have to pick up a copy of The Better Deck Deck at thebetterdeckdeck.com. Uh, we can get any of the, the multiple versions of it, digital and physical, and podcast listeners use the code PODCAST to get a discount on any order. And this is Sandy Johnson with Presentation Wiz. You can visit my website and blog at presentationwiz.biz. I'm also on LinkedIn as Sandra Johnson PowerPoint MVP and on Twitter, I'm sorry, and on X, PPT Wiz. Yes. And please check out the Presentation Guild at presentationguild.org. I want to add my thank you to Troy, Nolan, and Sandy for giving us a great presentation conversation two times each month. Episode show notes are available at the Presentation Podcast website, thepresentationpodcast.com. This podcast is produced by TLC Creative Services Inc. and new episodes release on the first and third Tuesday of each month. 